0: Hello, and welcome to the She Is Left Project. This podcast is dedicated to helping you heal from the challenging and painful relationship with your mother so you can finally experience the love you've always craved. I'm your host, Jennifer Arnese. I'm a mother wound coach, author, and healer who believes tenderness and vulnerability are your true superpowers. Sis, it's time to finally heal your inner little girl so you can start thriving and not just surviving progressive, irreverent, and real, this podcast will have you laughing and crying at the same time. Trust me, you don't want to miss an episode. Hey y'all, welcome back. This is the She Is Love Project and I am your host, Jennifer Arnese. Can y'all believe we made it to episode three? I'm so excited y'all. This is really, you know what? Okay. I think we could do this. I think we got something going on here. And today I just want to talk about love and this idea around us feeling deserving of love. I've got my own things going on and some transitions in my own personal life. And it's, you know, bringing up all of these ideas around relationships. And of course, the relationships with our mothers, they inform all of our other relationships, so I just wanted to draw some comparisons and talk about that today in a way that's helpful for everybody listening. I've got all, you know, my own things going on in my life right now. Some personal things that I am working through and healing through. So I want to talk about love today and this concept around feeling good enough to be loved. This whole idea that there's something you have to do or be or have for someone to love you. And I'm talking about this from the framework of having a mother wound. And if you grew up with a mother who was not emotionally present, you know what I'm talking about. If you didn't grow up with a sense of feeling nurtured and cared for and seen and valued just because you were, then you probably understand where I'm coming from with this. Because if you didn't have someone who really just validated you for being a human being and in existence, you probably had to work to earn attention and approval and air quote love. But let me just go ahead and say this. If you have to work for it, if they are only giving it to you because you are exerting some type of effort, that's not real love. So let's just put that out there. That's why I'm saying air quote love. And how That relationship with our mother, and I'm always talking about this because I really want you to be clear and aware how that relationship shapes us for all of our future relationships because how she loves us teaches us how to love ourselves. How she treats us, how she treated us teaches us how to treat ourselves now. She set the stage for what was acceptable and what was expected. And then us as little obedient girls, we set out to be like, yes, ma'am. Yes, sergeant. I'm going to fulfill this. I'm going to work hard. I'm going to figure this out. And that became our job as kids, how to get this love. Because we all need it, you know, and even to this day, if you act like you don't, then you just capping. in. It's a lie because you still need it. We all, we all need this love and we became experts at working for it and hustling for it. And figuring out the nuances of what we should do and what we shouldn't do and how we should talk and how we should dress and how we should approach things and when we should avoid a topic. And all of these nuances that we became hyper aware of in our environment and in our relationship with our mother or maternal figure that shaped how we judge ourselves and our deservedness of being loved. So what we're going to talk about today are two of the main things that I see showing up, um, that I saw show up in my life and things that I see showing up in my clients' lives and things that they're doing that they think will result in love, whether it's love from a mother, um, love and approval from a job, from a partner, from society at large, all of these different types of things. So we're going to get into that because I think it's really important that we start to take an honest look at how we're behaving and and take the power back and take the responsibility back and, and change some things up so we can start getting what we want. I want you to get exactly what you want out of this life. So let's jump right in. The first thing I want to talk about in terms of things that we do to prove that we deserve love or get people to pick us or choose us or see us as worthy is one that hits very close to home. And I almost don't want to talk about it because it's like, God damn it, girl. What the hell? What the hell? Isn't that little the little kid, the little little meme on Instagram? What the hell? It is denying your own needs. And it's crazy because you don't even really know you're denying your own needs because you don't even know what your needs are to deny. You never really had the opportunity to develop and have your needs met or validated to even know what what are my needs? What are my needs in relationships? What what do I need in a job? What do I need from friendship? What do I need in a car? Like we just don't even have really preferences established. And it's it's almost like it's dangerous. It's dangerous to have needs because all they do are limit your opportunities. The more needs you have, the less Possibility there is that those needs will be met, which then leads to greater chances of what? Greater chances of abandonment and rejection. The two things that we are trying to avoid at all fucking costs. Do not reject me. Do not abandon me. What are the games that I'm going to play to keep these things from happening? Okay. I had all this, this whole podcast planned out and everything I was going to, you know, I was going to talk about this and I was going to talk about a couple other things, but I feel like, hell, this denial of our own needs, it might take up this whole damn podcast. And if that's the case, then so be it. And we'll talk about the other things in um, future episodes. But I really want us to get clear because I can even feel in my body when I start to think about what my needs are and prioritizing them, there's almost this reflex that happens in my mind that's then telling me, girl, you asking for too much. Don't you do that. Mm -mm." Because our needs are our goal. Our goal is to be loved, right? That is the goal. That's everybody's goal. But if you grew up in a space in a home with a mother who did not freely love you and validate you, it becomes like um a game of Russian roulette. It's chess, it's darts, it's throwing axes. It's it's all of these different games where you're trying to figure out this formula for how to be loved. So your needs are all negotiable. You've already established what you can live without, right? We've already came up in our mind with this game plan of I really want this, but if I don't get this, then I can make up for it in this other way. And how can I shape myself so that someone will see me as desirable, right? And I, I'm talking about this in terms of relationships, romantic relationships, friendship relationships, and career relationships. Cause I always, I look at you're in a, a job is a relationship. It's you and, and the job that you do, your employer, um, that's a relationship. And they all really do go together and you may have issues in one area and not have an issue in in another area. A lot of times um, if you're really good in the in your work relationships, your personal relationships may be, you know, failing. And then there are some people that are just awesome like me who have struggled in personal romantic relationships and struggled in career and job relationships. And to me, they are the same because the same things are at play. What you need from others that you can't necessarily give to yourself and what other people think of you being is, you know, being the most important thing. How do they reject you? Do they abandon you? Do they validate you? That's romantic relationships and career relationships. And really, if you can get clear on one, you can get clear on the other one. And that's just that's that's my thoughts on them. And that's what I've seen in my own life. We deny our needs when we become people pleasers. We deny our needs when we don't ask for help, we deny our needs. When we are overly critical of ourselves and we say we, own, we want to feel loved, but really being loved is all about feeling safe, seen, and heard. And when we deny our own needs, what we become is subconsciously manipulative, we're going to manipulate this situation so I can get what I want from this person. And it's it's such a dire need that we'll do anything for it. It's like food and water. That's where love is. It's up there at the top of the list with food and water. That's why when somebody breaks your heart, you feel like you're going to die. Love is an emotional life force. So it's like, what do I have to do to get it? And if you came from a situation in a home where you didn't have a mother who was emotionally attuned to you, what you learned was you just being you wasn't enough. And that not only was it not enough, you being you, you being funny, inquisitive. There are all types of ways where it shows up because maybe being funny and inquisitive was something that. Your mother disapproved of, but for somebody else, being funny and and inquisitive was what got you attention and approval. So it really depends on your own situation because, you know, I meet a lot of overachiever clients, and what for them the message was always: if you're doing well in school, if you're achieving, if you are. You know, a source of pride for your parents. You know, someone that they can brag on. That became the thing that you were like, "I'm gonna do more of that." But if you're, if you feel tired or you feel full of, you know, you have doubt or you need support in some way or your feelings get hurt easily, then it's like, "Oh hell no, we don't do not doing that over here. We're not doing that." And we take this with us when it comes to other relationships, when it comes to romantic relationships. And we really can't help it because it's just the lesson that we were taught from the beginning. And we, we're so hard on ourselves. And generally, this isn't all the time, but I will say, especially with most of my clients and personally in my own life, when you have this single black mother Dynamic, this strong black woman dynamic. She has already learned how to deny her own needs. And life, in a lot of ways, is really about survival right? she There isn't this space for her to process her feelings or ask for what she wants because life is coming at her so fast and she has these children that she has to take care of. And then we pick that up too. We pick up that this isn't about us, that we're not important, that what we want isn't important. So of course we're not establishing what we need, but we cannot get away from this desire to be loved. And it is going to unequivocally come back around when it's relationship time, when we want to be with someone, when we want to be the center of someone's attention, and we want to be in a relationship. And I'm going to tell you, you can't figure that out while you're trying at the same time to win someone's attention. Because the number one relationship that you're in is a relationship with yourself. And if you haven't decided what you need from yourself in order to feel loved, then you can forget understanding what you need from a partner in order to feel loved. Because what we go into is with this denial and this compromising thing is we are also abandoning and neglecting ourselves for this greater good, for this relationship in ways that we shave down sides of ourselves, parts of ourselves we don't show, we minimize things. We we kind of, we, we, throw out a, a tester to see, okay, how do they, do they like me when I'm, when I, you know, show how smart I am? Okay. No, they don't really like that. Okay. I'll pull that back a little bit. Do they like it when I'm super funny and jokey? Okay. Okay. Yeah. They like that. Okay. I'm going to be more of that all the time. What about when I'm like coming to the rescue and solving their problems for them and I can help them do stuff? Oh, they really love that. Oh, hell yeah. Let's, uh, let's do that all the damn time. And everything that we're doing is for the other person to be there for us. But we're not even making any requests. We have relinquished everything that we need. And we think if we show up for somebody, then that automatically means they're going to show up for us in that same way. And that is not true. Let me say it again. That is horse shit in your mind, you're thinking, well, if I am giving in all of these ways, that person must know that I want someone to give to me in those same ways. And that does not equate. What it's saying is you like to give in those ways. But if you haven't established what your own needs are and how, and what it looks like for somebody to, to step into that for you and you don't have any boundaries set up around making sure that someone is showing up for you the way that you want, then your needs will never get met. And then we stay in this space of really denying what our needs are because like the more we want, the 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 lower our chances are of having someone. But you already know this by now. Once you get into the relationship, once you get into the job, you know it's only a matter of time before you blow your damn stack and you get pissed off because you've been mistreated. And now you wanna fight. Now you wanna argue because you are you can only deny yourself for so long. And what happens in relationships and jobs, you end up in this circular, cyclical situation. Ooh, okay now, alliterate, friend. You end up doing the same shit over and over again. Over and over again. And you think if other people would just change, then it would be better. But it's really the thing that you have to do is establish what your true needs are. What what is it that you need in order to feel safe, seen, heard? You have to get clear about and you really can't do that unless you're being honest about who you are. So many of us are performing out here. Performing is another and auditioning is just another way of denying our needs because we're pretending. It's it's where we lack authenticity. So if you're out here performing and auditioning, you're not even being honest about who you are. So you can never be honest about what your true needs are. And you can't get clear about that until you really are very honest, very vulnerable and very transparent about the ways the relationship with your mother has affected you. That's why I say doing this work, it affects every area of your life. You have to reparent yourself. You can't just pick up from where you are and just say, well, that was the past. What's done is done. She's who she is. I just got to move forward with my life. And I know that sounds so mature, but it really isn't because the little girl in you that was left behind, you have to go back and get her because she's hurting and she's not going to let you move forward because she's still there. Time does not heal wounds. Healing heals wounds. And as soon as you decide that I'm going to do the healing work to heal this wound, because again, remember the mother wound is all about lacking autonomy. And if you're neglecting your needs, denying your needs. If you're performing and auditioning, you don't have autonomy over who you are. You're pretending. Who has autonomy is who has the love that you want. They're the person in control. And what you haven't realized is you have the love that you want. You have it. You've always have it, always had it, but you cannot have access to it. Until you heal this wound, until you reparent yourself and you come back and you see yourself, you validate yourself. You make yourself feel safe for who you are. You embrace all the things about you that you think make you unlovable. You embrace them. You have to come back to that little girl and you have to apologize for all the shit that's happened to her. And you make her a promise that you are going to do better and you're going to listen to her and you're going to pay attention to what her needs are and you're going to put her first. That's the relationship you need to be focusing on. The relationship with the different wounded stages of of the little girls in your life, whether she's two years old, seven years old, 11, 15, 21, really going back in to those places where she was hurt and repairing that and building a relationship where she feels safe to be herself because she knows that it's good enough. And when you do that, you show up differently in your own adult life. You show up fully. And then the people that are meant to love you, The jobs and careers you're supposed to have, they can recognize you. You're walking around and the people who you really want, the opportunities you really want, they can't even see you. They can't find you because you're over here pretending to be something else. And then you mad. This is the real work. What do you need? And when you get really quiet, you know the answer, but you have to get quiet and you've got to get there consistently and you've got to pay attention because what's going to happen is you're going to start to be aware of where you're denying your needs sooner and sooner and sooner. Like, oh damn, you know what? I like when people show interest in the things that I'm passionate about. And, oh, they're not doing that. Huh. That's something I need to really be aware of. Or I'm now not talking about the things that I'm interested in because they're not interested in them. And I'm finding myself just having the conversations that other people want to have. Okay. I see what I'm doing right here. And now I'm feeling drained and I'm feeling resentful. Okay. This is a perfect opportunity for me to set a boundary. These are the types of conversations I'm going to have with the types of people that I'm going to have those, those conversations with. I'm going to have to risk that we might not be a good pair in a relationship. We may not be a good pair for friendships. This might not be the right job for me. But I'm going to start to pay attention and set In the beginning, setting smaller boundaries and then setting larger ones and seeing what happens and being okay with moving on because we value ourselves so much that we don't want to put ourselves in a space where we're actually, the only thing that can happen is we feel more rejection and abandonment anyway. Everything you're trying to avoid is actually what you're going to end up with, right? So that's, I I guess I'm definitely, I'm looking at the clock. I'm definitely not going to make it to another point, but that's okay. Because, um, this denial of your needs is something that needs to be chin checked ASAP, right? Consistently because it's happening and you are, you already, I mean, ma'am, you already know what's going on. So, What you do, how do you stop doing it? You begin reparenting yourself. You take a deep breath. You close your eyes. You put your hand over your chest. And you ask the question, how old are you? Hurt version of me, how old are you? You let them answer. And you ask, what happened what was that wounding incident? And you allow them to tell you. And then you apologize. This is really about presence. It's about validation. These are things that we know we're looking for in all types of people, and all types of situations. Someone being present to see us and validate us. The reparenting process is where you validate yourself, that wounded little girl in you. And you apologize. And you... You let her know that the shit was fucked up. It never should have happened. She didn't deserve it. She deserves so much more than that. And then you ask her, what does she need from you? How can you show up differently? How can you support her? And you are, I'm sure, a stellar friend to others. So you already know these things. You already know how to show up for other people. Use all that those same skills And how you show up for yourself. And what does she need? What does she need you to stop doing? Ask her. She will tell you. She has all the answers. And then you change your behavior. Because you know why? Because you made a commitment to her. You are going to put her first. That's the thing. That's all she's ever wanted is to be put first in somebody's life. You're going to put her first. You're going to commit to her and other people's feelings and want be damned. And that's how you do it. That's, you know, the quick and dirty of the reparenting process. And you just keep doing it. Rinse and repeat, rinse and repeat. When you get that feeling in your chest, when you get triggered, when you get angry, when you shut down, that's her talking to you. That is your inner wounded little girl trying to communicate with you and get your attention and that's when you begin this work you're like oh okay And then from there you'll learn how to do it even when you're not upset. It's just a, a connection. you can instead of you know waiting for things to go bad, it's like oh you're going into a situation okay. How do we want to feel in this situation? How can we be proactive when we go into this? How do we, you know, what do you need from me? When you get that relationship together, your other relationships will change and they will evolve and they'll get better and better and better because you're getting better and better and better. So, um, that's all I got today. That was, you know, I take these notes and these notes don't mean shit because once I start talking it just is what it is. So the topic of this podcast was, will you ever be good enough? Now, is that still going to be the topic? I don't know. Is it? Or, or you know, I don't know. I got I to gotta get a good title going for this because we deny our needs because we feel like we're not good enough, right? And all the things that we do, to prove that someone should love us when at the end of the day, we're supposed to love ourselves. So I guess you already know what the title is because, you know, you've listened to this back already, but I don't know what the title is, but it's all good. I love you deeply. I see you deeply. Um, I believe you. Whatever you say happen, happen. We are all in this together. I need you to know that you are not by yourself. You're not going crazy. You don't sound crazy. Your feelings are valid. Take a deep breath. Give yourself a hug. Drink a lot of water. Be good to yourself. Dance around the living room naked. Bring more joy into your life. The relationship with you is the most important one. And I'm not telling you that so you can forget about all the other relationships, all the other opportunities. I'm just saying if you start there, you're going to have much better chances of getting what you want out in the world. Okay, I will talk to you guys next week and uh, have a good one. Talk to you later. Thank you for joining me on the She Is Loved Project podcast. Every week, I'm committed to reminding you that you are loved, you are seen, and you are heard. If you found value in this episode, please subscribe, rate, and review it on iTunes and your favorite platforms. And if you're feeling really supportive, click the link in the show notes and consider supporting me via Patreon. This community's support goes a long way. Thanks so much and see you next week.